Seven Lamb Productions presents The Walk, Episode 20. I stood in the bathroom looking at my bruised eye. It was dark, purple, swollen. Hey, I told you I didn't want to. I know. Kathy, the owner of the motel, invited us out to eat for dinner. It was supposed to be lunch, but she moved it to dinner because her husband wanted to meet us. And he worked till five, so now we were getting ready. How do I explain this? Hello? Yeah. Okay, we'll be down in a minute. She said her husband's here. Okay, I'm ready. What are you going to tell her? I don't know. Maybe she won't notice. Yeah. Right. I didn't really want to go to this dinner, and I don't think Chase did either, but we went anyway. She was nice enough to let us stay at the motel for free, and now her and her husband wanted to buy us dinner. How could we say no? When we went downstairs, Kathy was already in the car, so she didn't see the bruise. She introduced her husband, and we took off down the road. You guys like Mexican? Yeah. Yeah. Good. There aren't a lot of choices in Salem, but this place is the best. It really is. We drove through the small town past a McDonald's, a general store, and a cemetery. If you guys are still interested, Shelly from the Salem News said she could interview you tomorrow morning before you leave. But it's up to you. I think you guys should do it. Get your names in the local paper. Okay, we will. That surprised me. Oh, and I forgot to mention, your friends called. Did they? Yep, around two. I told them you'd already left. Did you tell them which way we were heading? <laughs> I told them along 32. <sighs> Thank you. Kathy was talking about Lewis, Kat, and Garrett. The weird people we did not want to interact with again. I'm surprised they called. I thought they'd show up. Nope. Just called. But I talked to both a Lewis and a Garrett. They said you had a shirt of theirs. They want it back? Kathy shrugged. Well, at least if they were looking for us, they'd be looking in the wrong area. Because we were planning on taking 19th out tomorrow. Here we are. As we get out of the car, Kathy noticed my face. What the? What happened to your eye? It's embarrassing. I, uh, I slipped on the stairs and hit it right on the railing. What? Why didn't you tell me? It's not a big deal. I, I put some ice on it. Looks bad. Really, really, it's fine. Chase didn't even look over. He just headed for the restaurant.
I ordered the number five, which was a chimichanga, enchilada, and taco. The taco was chicken, and the other two were ground beef. You know, you're spoiling us. I mean, free bed and free food? <laughs> it's our pleasure. It's good, isn't it? Kathy's husband, Jim, was a heavyset man with light curly hair and bushy eyebrows. While we ate, he asked us all kinds of questions. We didn't mind so much because we got to eat while we answered. It's good you did it now. We thought about doing it after high school, but... No, no. After college is much better. If you did it after high school, you may have decided not to go to college, you know? You got your schooling out of the way. Although, settling down after a journey like this may be hard to do now. He finished the last bite of his meal, wiped his mouth, and leaned back in his chair. He patted his stomach. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this walk, but when we get back, I just feel like I'm going to be ready for my next chapter in life. We'd been on this walk for months now, and I was still shocked at some of the things that came out of Chase's mouth. I remembered our first week of walking, sitting on that small deck at Lake Watcom, all of us discussing why we were doing this long trek. Chase's answer and my answer were pretty similar, but it was obvious now that we were not doing it for the same reason. But did it matter? Did I even have a real reason? I wanted to experience something new, and I was doing that, but... When this was over, what was next? What about you? Huh? When you finish the walk, what's next? Was he reading my mind? A uh, job, I guess. The real world's setting in. Don't make it sound so grim. I'm not. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a necessity. Kathy and I got married right out of high school. But before we decided to have kids, we traveled. Not far. California, Washington, New York. Canada? That's right. Neither of us went to college. When we finished traveling, we came back home. Decided to get things in order. I started up my lawn care business. And years later, Kathy's mom stepped away and left us the motel. Well, left it to Kathy. She takes care of it. Is Lynn your mom? Grandmother. Once we had Eddie, that was it. We were set. Haven't really traveled since. But we knew this would happen. Now he's sounding grim. I don't mean it like that. It's just, we wanted to travel and we made sure to do that before settling down. Like you two. When you get back, you'll feel accomplished. Maybe you'll want to travel more, but it'll become harder when you have a family and a full-time job. That's not entirely true. A lot of people travel with kids and you could take vacation time. It's just harder for us because of the motel. We never traveled outside of Missouri after Eddie was born. And now that he's moved out, sometimes I wonder why we still haven't. We could. We could travel, Jim. Time doesn't slow down, fellas. Enjoy this, because ten years from now, you'll think back to this walk and smile. If you travel, meet people, see the sights, you won't have any regrets later in life. Sounds like you have a few. No, no, I'm not saying that. But I got a sense of what Kathy was feeling. Maybe Jim was happy he traveled, but seemed like he wished he did more. I looked over to Chase, who was staring at his plate. If you want to travel, Jim, we can. I'm just talking. The next morning, we did our interview with Shelly. She took a couple pictures of us holding our shoes, shoes that had walked over 1,500 miles. My shoes were wearing out, but they weren't as bad as Chase's. When we checked out, we said goodbye to Kathy and Reagan. We gave them our numbers so they could keep in touch and let us know when our story appeared in the paper. 
Before we took off down 19, we stopped at Walmart. Chase and I bought a pair of new shoes. These shoes suck. You gotta break them in. Great. Here come the blisters. Our trek down 19 wasn't too bad. There wasn't a shoulder, but we walked on the grass. The road winded its way south. We stayed at a small campground that night, and the next morning we hit 60. Chase was right. We both experienced blisters from the new shoes. The gel insoles didn't help much. 60 did open up with a shoulder, which made walking a little easier. So I'm looking at the map, and I think our best bet's to follow 60 all the way to Cairo. Cairo? It's in Illinois. There's a bridge over the Mississippi there. The only other option I see is 155, but to get there, we'd have to do a lot of zigzagging. 60's fine. Okay. And it looks like we have clear skies. I was checking out the weather app. I was happy to have signal. I uploaded some pictures to Facebook and even worked on the blog while we walked. I know I shouldn't be multitasking like this, but it helped pass the time. We were on 60 for a few days, just camping out on the side of the road behind bushes at night. Chase and I were talking more, which made me happy. I wondered if Jim's advice had some kind of impact on Chase. Not once since we left Salem did he mention miles or any sort of schedule. It was nice. Hey, did you see? What? I just got a text from Kathy. The article was in the paper. I pulled out my phone and saw her text. She'd sent a picture of the article and a link to the paper's website. Awesome. I read it while we walked. It was short, but still cool. We are famous. Small town famous. Still. That night we set up camp north of a town called Gray Ridge. While the sun set, I did a crossword on my phone. Hey, can we talk? Sure. Chase sat up and faced me. I know you wanted to talk before, and I wasn't in the mood. But I've been thinking about it, and maybe we should now. Okay. I'm not going to ask anything ridiculous. I realize it's not healthy, and it's not going to lead to anything good. But we do need to talk about it, or I'm going to keep having this knot in my stomach with this pent-up anger. Okay, man. I just... I want you to know where I am. Where I stand. I... I'm still really upset about the whole situation. Not only that it happened, but that you guys kept it a secret. I want to let it go, but I can't. I don't know if I can ever truly forgive you. And it's mainly because you were my best friend. My best friend who I confided in. My best friend who I shared everything with. But now I don't feel that way. I really did love her. I, I know I fucked things up, and maybe if I didn't, maybe she wouldn't have slept with you, but... It doesn't matter now. I wanted to add to this, but I decided it was best to just stay quiet and let him talk. It's over between me and Liz. And honestly, for a while, I thought it might be over between you and me. I was really angry at you. I, I still am. But I want to try and get past this. I understand. So from this moment on, I'm not going to mention it. Let's just focus on the walk. Understand that I have certain feelings still, but I'm going to try and let them pass. Because you were right. I had been snapping at you a lot. 
and I don't want to do that anymore. I want this walk to be fun. Me too. Okay, then that's it. I won't bring this up again. Promise me one thing, though. What's that? You won't talk to Liz anymore. I don't plan on it. Just promise me. I promise. We continued our trek along 60. We headed through Morehouse, Sykeston, Minor, and Bertrand. Days were hot, but at least there was no rain to slow us down. My shoes felt better now, and both my blisters and black eye were slowly fading. Everything seemed to be going well until we hit Wilson City and got some bad news. You don't want to head that way. We kind of have to. I mean, we have to cross the Mississippi somewhere. We were resting under the shadow of a large elm tree when a truck pulled up. A short, chubby man wearing a backwards ball cap parked and climbed out. He said he saw us walking the past two days. He told us that we were about to hit some trouble when we reached the Mississippi and Ohio rivers. I'm telling you, it ain't easy. Those bridges are narrow. How narrow? See this road here? Shoulder? No shoulder like this on the bridge. None. Absolutely none. So we can't walk on it? Oh, you can try, but let me tell you about the time I did. You walked on it? Sure did. My truck broke down a year ago. I worked in Future City. I thought, hell, I can walk that. Shit, if I weren't hanging off the bridge itself. Hanging off? Traffic was backed up because of me. People honking and hollering. Some asshole threw his coke at me. There's a lot of traffic goes through there. And you guys gotta go over two bridges. Neither of them got a shoulder. We can't backtrack. That'll take days. You try hanging off the side of the bridge with your packs. You're liable to fall in. I can give you a ride, but... No, we can't. It's dangerous, I tell you. We can't take a ride. It's cheating. Cheating? Cheating who? Um, ourselves? We can't run across? You know how long them bridges are? No. I'm telling you, it's dangerous. Let me give you a ride. I won't tell anyone. That's not the point. Fine then. You'll see when you reach it. It ain't easy to cross. Not easy at all. Tried to warn you. Take care, fellas. It can't be that bad, can it? But it was, just like our monkey mountain warning. Here lies another challenge. What the hell is up with Missouri? There was a never-ending trail of cars. There was absolutely no shoulder. The bridge was narrow, just wide enough for two lanes to travel across, one north and one south. Chase, how the hell are we going to do this? We can wait for a break in traffic. I don't see a break. It can't always be like this. We waited 15 minutes and not one break in cars. We could wait till night. That seems even more dangerous. Then I say we run. Really? There's been a few times I've counted and there's been a space of 20 seconds. That's not enough time. But we can do what that guy said and jump off and hang on the rails. You want to hang off the edge? We decided to eat lunch and see if things changed, but they didn't.
I think we have to do it that way. You really don't want to try and hitch a ride? That's cheating, John. Come on. We made it this far. We can do it. Fine. I tightened the straps of my backpack to make sure it was snug. We waited for a while for a good break. After a large group of cars, there was an open spot with a large semi lagging behind. We walked to the edge of the bridge and waited for the cars to pass. I think this is it. I think this is our chance. Okay. The cars passed. We saw our opening. Now. Chase ran and I followed. Come on. We got this. I ran as fast as I could. I could see the shocked faces of the people in vehicles on the oncoming traffic. I looked behind me to see the semi getting larger. Chase! I know! We have to get off the road! I know! I looked back again. The semi was close and it didn't seem like it was slowing at all. I looked to the side of the bridge. Chase! Climb! I jumped up on the railing and grabbed a beam, but my left foot slipped and I fell. I had fallen onto my back. I rolled over to see the semi closing in. I could actually see the driver, his jaw dropping in slow motion. Oh, shit! The Walk Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Jack Austin as John Nick Engelhard as Chase Ariel Zadok as Liz, Robert M. Lamb as Anders, Jose Caraballo as Isaac, co-starring Lucas Webley and Amy LeRae, music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Dylan Mixer at dmixmusic.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production.